0: How's it going, everybody? My name is JK, and this is my good friend Jeremiah Stringer, whose uh, jacket almost matches his hair.
1: Same color, That's dude. That's pretty impressive, man. I they like They can't that. see it, but if they want to check out the YouTube channel... The man no, who always has the shameless plug. I like I like plugging, man. I plug your stuff too.
0: You do, you do. This is the backpacking podcast where we have a completely unscripted, unplanned conversation about backpacking. It's just and fun, man. Yeah, it is. And it, it, last week we met. We had a Jason Waugh on the show and
1: backpacking with Jason. Man, he was awesome, dude. He's a lot of fun. He didn't bring me any steak. I was a little, yeah, sad, I was a little disappointed by that one myself. That's
0: Okay, I guess we'll get over it.
1: Yeah, maybe while we're backpacking.
0: There you go, there you go. Bring it. Now, we Now, last, last time we we recorded a couple of podcasts, we did it at your house. We're at my house right now. Yeah. And uh, I was telling you earlier that my daughter is a Jeremiah Stringer fan. Oh, that's scary. She's three years old.
1: That's a really scary thought. Like,
0: when we watch videos and she sees you, she goes, Jeremiah. And, like, she gets so excited because there's Jeremiah up on the screen.
1: That's so cute. Yeah, dude. I got some students. It's real weird, man. Some of them are like. So, okay, let's take a step back. You're a high school teacher. Just <laughs> for those who are tuning in, yeah, don't know this, but I'm a high school teacher, and right now I'm teaching geometry at a school here in Kentucky. And I did like real big shameless plug at a at a. I was the MC at the talent show. Did I tell you about this? No, I, I, I did not hear about this. <laughs> so I was the MC at, the, at this talent show at school, and I was like, hyping them up, and I was like, yeah, 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 you know, getting applause and stuff. And then they told me to, to kill time. I was like, oh, God. I was about to panic. Like, you have 400 people just looking at you, yeah. and the next – they have to set up for the next person, like doing their dance or playing an instrument or whatever they're doing in the high school talent show. And so they're like, You're the MC, you gotta feel time. We need another, you know, ninety seconds or two minutes or whatever. And they're like, just tell a joke or whatever. I got an earpiece in my ear. And they're like, You gotta kill this time, dude. You can't just sit there. And so I'm up in front of them and I'm like, Ah, oh, I got this YouTube channel. And so I was like, Do y'all wanna make my dreams come true? I remember I had I was like uh, closing in on eight hundred subscribers. Ooh. And I was like the biggest Christmas gift you could ever give me is to go subscribe right now to Jeremiah Stringer Hikes, dude. They all pulled out their phones, the whole auditorium pulled out their phones, and like I think that that may have been the day I hit a thousand. I'm gonna jump on
0: Social Blade, I'm gonna get on there and just see, like, did Jeremiah the Stringer
1: just like spike his views? I looked, it was like 250 subscribers that day in a day. I was like, Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but then I was like. Man, this is really going to skew my metrics because zero of them, and sometimes they don't like me, they'll go dislike the videos. <laughs> They're like, Mr. Stringer, I disliked your videos last night. Like, you jerk. Well, they do it just to mess with you. Just to spite you. Oh, yeah. man. So, anyways, one of them told me, I showed um, my mom your YouTube channel, and now like her parents, watch it. I'm like, ah, this is a little bit odd. Those Those people, your student- you know your kid, my student, showed you the YouTube channel, and now here we are, and they're watching it for fun. Yeah, yeah. I tell the kids, I don't know why you're watching it. You're because... like a local celebrity in Somerset, <laughs> no, Kentucky, man. Dude. Not at all. It's
0: like the two biggest attractions in Somerset, Kentucky: Jeremiah Stringer and the water park.
1: <laughs> we got some good woods there, man. Good, some good stuff around. You, you, you mentioned do. Big South Fork. Yeah, you
0: got some stuff going on there.
1: Oh yeah, I love it, dude.
0: So today we're we're here. You know, obviously we need to be talking about some backpacking stuff. Let's do it. Yeah. Um we talked, we've talked so far, we've talked about you know layering systems for cold weather, uh, we got to talk about food with Jason Wall, we got to talk about exercise and getting yourself in shape and all this good stuff. Mm-hmm. Pooping. Um, pooping. Yeah, um, today, I want to talk about footwear.
1: Oh, hot I wanna, topic. I, I want
0: to talk about footwear because I know you have a really fun story about footwear on the long trail. <sighs> and... Um, I think it would be rather fascinating to hear <laughs> yeah. your story, and I'll share a little bit about mine, too, because I've had some uh, good times and bad times with some footwear myself. So, why don't you share us a little bit about some adventurous things with your footwear on the uh, the long trail?
1: Well, first, let me say, that's a good idea, man. I don't know where you come up with this <laughs> stuff. Like, I'll just show up, and he'll say, let's talk about this. I'm like, all right, unscripted, let's do un-scripted, it, Unscripted, unscripted. See where this world takes that's us. That's right, E60. <laughs> well... I did the long trail, and if you're not familiar, it's in Vermont. It basically goes from where Vermont and Massachusetts, um, their border is, up to the Canadian border. Don't tell anybody. I actually crossed the border into Canada. Without a passport? Oh, I had the passport, just in case I wanted to visit. But there's nobody checking you at the end of that long trail. It's just the middle of the woods. Are you serious? It's cool, man. If you go to... like. So we won't do it right now, but if you get on there's my Instagram, be a fence
0: there next week just because we talked about this right. publicly. Don't tell anybody. This is like Fight Club. You're not supposed to talk about it.
1: If you go on Instagram, you can see um, I put a picture on there at the obelisk. Like there's an obelisk at the end, and at the northern term, terminus, and they have this whole. It's probably ten or twenty feet just cleared out, mowed, and that's the border, can- uh, Canadian border and U.S. border. Anyway, long story short, that took about a month or so. And I thought, you know, I'm going to buy some shoes that I've never hiked in, like brand new. And spoiler alert, they were Ultra long Peak 4.0s. I had four,
0: you had the fours, the fours. Okay. I had
1: bought I had bought them when they just came out, and I bought a red pair. And I was I put it's I don't a beautiful know. color, by the way. Oh, I bought the blue pair. Do you hike on the long trip? No, I think it's <laughs> probably did. So anyway, I bought these long Peak 4.0s, and I hiked. Two 300 miles in them, something like that. And then on the long trail, I was like, These are pretty comfy shoes. I got some big feet anyway. I wear size 15 and <laughs> size what <laughs> 15. Okay, Shaquille O'Neal, <laughs> you can take them, uh, water skiing too. They work Did, for that. You, you <laughs> don't
0: even need snowshoes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I got big feet, man. I don't know. Wow, I'm six, I'm six three. So, anyway, I bought them and, and I had to order those right. They're special order and I bought them through REI. And I said, I've already put so many miles on these old ones. I want to get a brand new pair for the long trail. And I got them. And the first time I put them on was as I went to the airport in Nashville to fly up for my trip. So you didn't break these things in at all. Well, I had worn the other ones, and so I knew how they they fit my feet. Yeah. I wasn't. I didn't get any blisters at all. But I did have some bad things happen, which I'll tell you about in a second. Okay. And it is from the shoes. So. I put them on, and then I flew to Providence, Rhode Island, and then we started hiking at the Southern Terminus. And I think two days in, the little part that glues to the front of the shoe, I don't even know what it's for. It's like a kick guard or something. It started coming unglued. I was like, ah, oh, it's no big deal. My I, think that's it, I think it's
0: common. I think mine did that.
1: Yeah, I, and that's really not a big deal yeah. because it's not really doing a whole lot for me. No. Well, I got you know 100 miles in. And my inserts that I had put in them, I put in a third-party insert. Right. They're Pinnacle Power Step, and they got a piece of plastic in there. Completely demolished because the Long Trail, all mud, just a bunch of mud. They call it Vermud. And so it completely destroyed them, just sloshing the all day every day, dry them out at night. So I had to duct tape the inserts back together because there was no towns. I literally could not find a town that had size 15 inserts. Didn't come across a single one. I went to every backpacking store. You I mean could. that's not
0: a common size? I know. Is that
1: It makes wow. you sick. Wow,
0: who'd have thought? Like
1: size 15? <laughs> size 15? They don't yeah. have. I bet stock. you
0: Walmart had it. <laughs> Walmart, well,
1: Walmart did. I hit two WalMarts.
0: They don't have Ultras, but they have Ultras. You know, like
1: <laughs> <laughs> you got the Great Value. Oh yeah, yeah. The Outdoor Products version. Well, the weird thing about Ultra too is, and I had a subscriber that helped me out, sent me a link. But they're wide toe box, and you probably already know this, but listeners may not. It's really wide toe box and allows your feet to splay out, and it's hard to find inserts. The subscriber sent me one link that a, a company specializes in it. They make inserts that fit Ultra as well because my pinky toe hangs off of every insert mm-hmm. I've ever put in them. So, flash forward, I finally finished the trail. Are those the, are those the super feet? I don't know. I bought the super feet, and there's different like grades of super feet. Right. I hate them. Really? Yeah, they just don't support my feet very good. So, I've stuck with the pinnacles. You need to try Tread Labs. Tread Labs?
0: Yeah, I've been using them now for
1: like almost six months.
0: And, uh, dude, they're killing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been using them for. Well, I've been using them since,
1: gosh, August. I'd be down for that for yeah, sure. Tread Labs. I'll check them out. Any, I've just bought some new ones just the other day because every time I, every time they wear out, I always try a different brand, or yeah. at least I try to. Yeah. Well, these ultras, they're mesh. They dry real quick. Yeah, yeah. And that's good for for mud, and I know <laughs> for mud. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is, man. So. Anyway, they dry real quick, and the mesh just start completely being destroyed. I actually done a video on it and done a full review, and you can see. I think the thumbnail is me sticking my fingers out the the sides of the shoe where they've out. I've seen out. that, yeah. And it completely shredded my foot, man. Right where my pinky toe like oh. meets my foot. It sliced it because there's mesh on each side, and then there's a little plastic or rubber part or something, and that stayed intact. And I didn't know till the end of the day. I'd hike like 15, 20 miles that day, and it had just been all day grinding up and down on my pinky toe. Sliced it up real good, and then I didn't even know it. And I went well. You get go, you get
0: going, you don't pay attention to it. Yeah, and I didn't, I didn't think about it
1: that night. You know, you get in a camp after dark, and you you wipe your feet off with baby wipes, and you're like, ah, it's not that big of a deal. Because, you know, your feet hurt anyway. You've walked 20 miles. I don't care what kind of shoes you wear. Your feet are going to hurt. Yeah. Well, it cut it up real good. The next day, I got half a mile in. I remember leaving the shelter, and I was like, man, why is my foot hurting so bad right at my pinky toe? And I took my shoe off, and it was just like a gash. And I had to wrap that up and deal with it. I actually ended up – you know how you mentioned in a a different podcast about doing the – no, it's a video – you talked about the duct tape. Yeah. Putting that around your yeah, foot. Yeah, I had to take my foot up with duct tape, you know. The the Leuco tape I had was just like knockoff medical tape, and it wasn't working. It
0: won't stick, yeah.
1: Well, REI, they did not want to take those shoes back. I was like, man, I've hiked 273 miles in these. In their defense, it's probably the worst smell that a human being could ever smell is oh. my feet after 300 miles. A- anybody's feet hiking <laughs> in <Vermont laughs> Yeah for Almost 300 miles. It's like sweat and foot fungus and campfire smoke is and, the lethal and combination.
0: a slight mix of animal poo just yeah. from the stuff you're walking through. Oh,
1: dude, there's so much moose poop. I remember drinking yellow water, and I was like, man, I really hope this is like minerals and not just the sheer <laughs> moose poop. Every, it's everywhere, man. All those things do is walk up and down hills all day. They walk up there and eat, poop, walk back down to sleep. Disgusting. Anyway, yeah, I tried to return them, and I had to talk to like two different managers at REI, but this is America, and if you complain enough, you can almost get anything. That's done. true. That
0: <laughs> there is something to be said for that.
1: I spent a lot of money at REI, though. So yeah, yeah. I don't feel bad about it. But anyway, that's my experience with Ultra, and I'm still using that old pair right now. I haven't bought new ones yet. Oh, the
0: pair you had before the long trail. Yep. Very exactly cool. Right.
1: Very cool. What about you, man? was well, your foot situation?
0: Okay, so. <coughs> 2016 i was I was climbing kilimanjaro we talked about this before big mountain I did not want to do trail runners well at the time I didn't even know that was a thing I mean I was just new to the whole hiking backpacking so I got my hands on some solomon boots actually they're right down there you can see them right next to my ultras um, those are
1: fine man yeah
0: I got some solomon boots rain. and and then that was more for the end of the trip because yeah. that's when you hit all the snow that's when you hit all the cold that's when you don't uh, want stuff to get down on your feet. Waterproof? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's and good for snowman. Yeah, I still use absolutely. waterproofing snow.
0: Absolutely. Um, so I I I took those with me and uh they were great. And then I had for for the rest of the time, I was using Merrill Moabs.
1: Yeah. I and, like the Merrill
0: too. Uh I loved the Merrill Moabs.
1: Were they the boots or the, low the top shoes. Or they or were the mid? shoes. Okay, okay.
0: The Moabs, and they were the waterproof ones. They weren't the vents. They were the waterproof ones because at the time, I didn't realize, like, waterproof shoes don't dry.
1: (laughs) Well, you're (laughs) new to it. Probably.
0: Of course, I wasn't walking in water on Kilimanjaro either, but um, I used those to hike the whole way up and the whole way down. And the only time I got blisters was on the way down, and it was on my little pinky toes because we went – I mean, let's put it this way. It's a 19,000-foot mountain. Okay, almost 20,000 feet. <laughs> yeah. And and on the way down, you go. it takes you five and a half days to go up, and you take a day and a half to go down. Man. And it's not even a full day and a half. It's like wow. three quarters of a day. And so you're moving, going down. And when you get towards the bottom part of the, the mountain, it's these huge steps. And so you're just going from step to step to step to step for thousands and thousands of feet. And it's just straight down. It's not like there's kickbacks or switchbacks or anything like that. You're just, you're just going down steps. And by the time I got to the bottom, I was like, a buddy of mine had stopped and taped his toes up because he was feeling it. Yeah. And I was like, I'll be all right. That was smart. That was so dumb on my part. <laughs> like, they were raw. It, your
1: buddy's smart.
0: Oh, my buddy was a brilliant. You yeah. know? He's, well, he also did the AT. So he's... Oh, he's seen he, a thing he, or kn- two. he knew some stuff. He was just holding back on me. But uh, yeah, I get down there, my toes were raw. But it wasn't the shoes' fault, and what I found is I really liked the Moabs because they protected my feet.
1: Are they the right size? Yeah,
0: yeah, they're right size and everything. It's just you were going on steps the whole way, yeah. so um, I didn't get any like black toenails or anything like that. Ooh. So, <laughs> so well, I got stories about that. Coming. People get people get that. Get ready, it's coming. Oh, wow. uh, here we go. Uh, so, here we go. So, so fast forward to the Shell Trace. <laughs> yeah, it's twenty eighteen. Yeah, how far is that? Uh, this is. To 323 miles when I did it. Gotcha. It's 333 miles now. But they're actually checking. I think it's actually more like 350. Because I know when I did it, I was like, this is way more than 323 miles. <laughs> probably going really it. And so, like, it, there were some parts where you're just going, because they had to reroute parts and things like that. And there was sure. one part where they rerouted, and it added, like, a major amount of miles. And I remember looking at Flash, who I, who I was going with, and we both were just like, man, that's a lot more miles than what they're saying. So for what I will just say 323, cause that's officially what it said at the okay. time. But, um, I started that with ultra lone peak 3.5s. That's what Some I started with. Those. And, and I started with those and, um, from the Northern terminus to, I would say like Moorhead, no problems at all. Yeah. From Moorhead to cave run Lake. I think it was to cave run Lake. It was pretty good.
1: Give me a ballpark on my own.
0: cave run lake to, to the gorge. At this point, we're looking at right around 75, 80 miles. That's
1: a long way, though. Every,
0: everything's pretty good. Yeah. Then I get to the gorge. And this was the first really longer day we had done. Because, I mean, I was still newer to this whole thing, you know. Right. And um, I think the longest day we had done up to that point was maybe, I don't know, like 15 miles.
1: This is all which, day after day.
0: Well, this is this – is, uh, we do like three or four days at a time or two oh, okay. or three days yeah, at a time, yeah, yeah. something like that. But um, what we decided was we were going to do a big section of it in two weeks. And what we did was we did day hikes and, and uh, weekend hikes gotcha. leading up to it and then afterwards. Um, but then I did – it was like 85, 90 degrees. It's like – That's miserable. It's August. Man. It's August. And we're hiking into the gorge. humidity. Yeah. The day before was almost all road walking. Okay. (laughs) So it's almost all road walking. And we decided what we're going to do is, and and it was funny because, because Brian, the flash, he goes, he goes, well, we'll just wear tennis shoes, dude. Cause we're walking road. That'll feel a whole lot better on our feet than, you know, trail runners or anything. Sure. So we'll just wear, we'll wear regular shoes. Cause we're not, we're going to be on roads the whole time. Yeah. We were not on roads the whole time.
1: No, <laughs>
0: it took you into the oh, woods. Dude, it didn't just take us to the woods. It took us into a section where we had to walk across creeks, uh, and our feet got soaked. and And after all of that, then we walked like six miles on road walking till we got to our campsite. Uh, and so we get there, and so my feet were a little rough, but they weren't they weren't blistered or anything. Yeah. The next day we get up, and we're hiking. Uh, What's, I think, the equivalent of about 17 miles total. We were hiking okay. from our campsite all the way down to Miguel's. That was, that was the goal. And if, for those of you who don't know what Miguel's is, if you've ever been to the Red River Gorge, it's the place you get pizza. Good pizza. And it's great pizza. It's, and in the mornings, it's it's omelets.
1: Omelets. Pick whatever you want. They give you a little oh, ticket, so and then you check mark it.
0: So good. But uh, we, we were hiking to Miguel's. Yeah, yeah. It was 17 yeah. miles total. So I'm there. It's me and my friend Brian, and then we brought my friend Julio along with us. We get two miles in, Julio breaks his foot. How? Hit a root or something, and it's it his foot slid sideways, and when it did, his foot snapped.
1: Oh, and and he didn't man. tell us.
0: He just kind of disappeared. Like we hiked on in and Brian's feet were getting a hot spot, so he was gonna tape it up. Yeah. So I'm just sitting there waiting, and all of a sudden here comes Julio hobbling along. Oh, he comes up, sits down. No. This is what's awesome. This guy's the most chill dude in the world. He sits down next to me with a big smile and so face. Brother, I think I broke my foot. <laughs> what are you even saying? <laughs> just—I mean, I'm like—I did double take. I go, "What?" He goes, "He goes." I think I broke my foot. And He's just smiling real big, like no big deal. And I'm like, "Dude, take your shoe off and let's see if you broke your foot." Like that's ridiculous. So we I took bet his, it was broke. Oh, there's a bone sticking up. You could see bone no. sticking up, not like through the skin or anything, but you could see it lumped Ugh. up under the skin. Ugh. So I go, "Oh, dude. Oh, we gotta tape this." So we Ugh. taped it. Put his boot back on. And I said, We need to go back. He goes, No, man, I want to finish what I start. He's insane. I'm not even, it's what he said. I want to finish what I start. Now, this guy's hiked the Appalachian Trail and the Florida Trail. So, he had a broken foot, though. Yeah, maybe he hiked those. Bro- I don't know. Um, he said he was <laughs> oh on a lot of God. substances, though, when he was hiking those trails. So, he, there's no telling what he did when he was on those trails. Who knows, man. But, uh, he, uh, so he's, he hikes with us and, uh, my hike ended up being more miles because I would hike ahead. And then if I didn't see him for a while, I'd go back to where I could find him and catch up with him, make sure he's okay, and then go back. And then finally I just said, dude, I'm going to call your wife. She's going to come pick you up at the north end of the gorge. There's a parking lot up there. Uh. Your wife needs to pick you up. And so uh, that's what I did. I just, um, I just, We got him there, and I ended up hiking extra miles through all this
1: going back my, and checking on him.
0: What should have been about 16, 17 miles ended up being like 22 miles for me.
1: Dude, that's awful.
0: And, I mean, by the time we got to Miguel's, my feet were raw. I had my heels, both of my heels were blistered like no tomorrow. And uh, one of the blisters was gross. And I didn't, at the time, I didn't understand heel locks very well. Okay. And so I didn't have the heels in tight enough, so they were just moving the entire time. So the, the
1: blisters are on the back of your feet, too? On the
0: heels, yeah. They're just on my heels. And that was with the ultras. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you ever had heel uh, blisters, they're miserable. Yeah. Um, but the only thing worse than heel blisters are ones that are on the pad of your feet. And those happened in the Big South Fork when we did the yo-yo. I don't
1: think I've had but that.
0: We, we flip-flopped our hike. We decided the northern terminus and the southern terminus of the Sheltoy Trace suck. And so, <laughs> yeah. we were like, they're just they're so uneventful; it's ridiculous. Nothing to see there. So we decided we're going to, have to go from Northern Terminus to Miguel's, and then go Southern Terminus to Miguel's, because that's a that's a whole lot better. Yeah, you Miguel's can is an awesome place to yeah finish. celebrate with the pizza and and all that, and it's great. So, uh, and you would end at Natural Bridge, which is sick. I mean, yeah. that place is incredible. So, uh, so we go down to to Burnt Mill Bridge. We start hiking up. By the time we get to Peter's Mountain, I don't know if you, you know where Peter's Mountain is mm. down there. Uh, I don't
1: think I've been Peter's Mountain. Actually, that sounds really familiar.
0: But we we got to Peter's Mountain. We'd climbed up to the top of it. We got up there. There's video of this okay. on my channel. JK is hiking, by the way. Oh, well, I uh, love it. I love it. I had to get it in there. Um, and when when I got up there, um, I took my shoes off and my feet were hamburger because all we did was walk through water and water and water and water and it was pouring torrential downpours the entire time your feet could not get dry like there were, you couldn't get them dry at any point and the shoes couldn't dry out because there was too much moisture in the air it was uh it was late september yeah so the weather wasn't terribly hot it was like maybe 70s but it was just the fact it was so humid because of all the rain And it was that it was a it was record rainfall, like in the state of Kentucky, September and October are the safest bets to go backpacking because it never rains. So now you fast forward to 2018. Yeah. And we have record rainfall. We literally picked the time we did because it wasn't supposed to rain a lot. And we were just like, we'll be fine. We won't have to worry about a whole lot of rain because it doesn't rain a ton in September. Sure. But it's not like drought. Well, that year, it barely rained in August. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Sure.
0: <laughs> well, beginning of hot, September though. yeah. beginning of September is no rain and then the last two weeks of September
1: uh-huh.
0: it rained non-stop and I mean we're talking the first four days on the trail um, it rained so much and then I got Giardia which that's a whole nother story oh, oh it was awful I don't know whether I'd
1: rather have that or the feet issues
0: uh, yeah well I had both so or neither I'll just take yeah, neither you take neither but, but uh, I- so we get to Peter's Mountain and my feet are torched so we call uh, the Sheltoe Trace Association and see if we can get someone to come pick us up so we can stay in a hotel that night. Yeah. Because we're like, we can't stay outside anymore. we got to get inside where it's dry, get our clothes cleaned up, get our shoes dry, get our, you know. So we go to this hotel. They let us dry out our clothes. They even let us use their, their washing machines.
1: What's the hotel?
0: Oh, man. I don't know, like a red roof or something Oh, like that. okay. Standard I don't know. It was, hotel. It was some hotel there in, okay. in town, and they were really cool. Like, they, they let us use their equipment, didn't charge us anything for it. Like, it cost us 50 bucks for a hotel room. Wow. And that's not split. I mean, it's $50. I just paid for it. That's I was super like, cheap, man. I was like, Brian, I'll just pay for this because I don't want to stay in a tent tonight. Like, I'm tired of my inside of my tent being just as soaked as the outside, you know? Yeah. And uh, so we did that. So my feet were dry, and I'm like, okay, good. I taped them up real good. But I could not get those suckers to heal. And the worst part about, like, zero drop shoes, like Altras and stuff like that, Uh they're made so you can feel the ground. Yep. You don't want to feel the ground when you got blisters on your feet, man.
1: No. It's some
0: padding. Oh, it's awful. So I ended up, um, a bunch of our equipment failed on us. My iPhone got destroyed. The rain actually killed my iPhone. That's supposed to be. Oh, way. Yeah, it's supposed to be waterproof. iPhone 10 is not waterproof. (laughs) Um, (laughs) it, It destroyed it, and then. Apple wouldn't stand by the waterproof ratings and stuff they gave. They said, well, you must have submerged it in water that's deeper than whatever. I was like, I was walking in the rain, and but they were like, no, you you must have done this. So I had to fork out money, buy a brand new phone, uh, my sleeping pad. I had the big Agnes Axel Air because uh-huh. it was like so stinking light. The second night, two, two or three leaks in it.
1: What would you do?
0: I just kept blowing it up in the middle of the night. I'd blow it up Uh, like twice a night. That's the worst. Yeah, so I had to do all that. So we had to go into town and change things out, so I went and got my Moabs. And I think I finished the Shell Toy Trace in the Moabs, except for like the last maybe three or four days. I I pulled the ultras back out at the end, but I I used the Moabs the rest of the time, which totally goes against everything – People say they're all like, make sure you use those trail runners, and I actually went back to hiking shoes because a lot of the terrain was just so brutal. Yeah,
1: on moez, my feet, those and, are like in between. Yeah, I feel yeah, an like in, in between, like a high. If you can't pick, yeah, some people absolutely love them. I'd like to try them.
0: I, I really actually, I'm wearing some right now. They're my everyday shoes. No way. I like them so much. I, I bought a pair just to wear around. So because I just really like the shoes. And when you're heavier, this is another thing a lot of people don't think about. When you're buying shoes, Uh you have to consider your own weight in this too. That's
1: true, yeah. Because
0: if you're a heavy guy like I am and you put on a pair of trail runners with a thin insole, your feet are going to get tore up because the amount of pressure someone who weighs 150 pounds puts on their feet is way different than the amount of pressure a person who weighs 250 is putting on their feet. And your feet are not made to take more pressure. you know. So if you're not protecting them... You're going to get blistered up really bad, and that's exactly what happened to me. Was I didn't I shouldn't have been using trail runners to begin with, because I was too heavy. Yeah, and and I yeah. should have I should have been thinking differently.
1: You Needed more padding, like more cushion. Yeah,
0: yeah. And now that I've got trail runners that I use now, but they're different. They're not like the altras. They're not zero drop, and they have a little bit more to them as far as the soles and all that kind of stuff. They're not real soft, and uh, they do really well. I have like some Saucony, they're the Mad River TRs. Yeah. Awesome shoes. I love them. They're like so unknown, which is the best part about it. It's like, I go out and people are like, what the heck are those? You know, because they don't look like anybody else's shoes, but they kill it and they do such a great job. So, very big fan of those.
1: My wife thinks I'm so weird because, well, a lot of reasons, but this one in particular, I said, <coughs> Bridget, you know what I'd like to do? I, so, since I'm a teacher, I got summers off. I was like, I would like to spend an entire summer never put on a pair of shoes. Just go barefoot. Yeah? The whole summer. I'm like, "Ah, I don't know. Some places it's not socially acceptable. Like, I couldn't go grocery shopping with her. No shoot, no shoot. No restaurants. Yeah. No restaurants. You you can't. Like, one time I took my shoes off. I I may have told you about icing my injury on my ankle on the long trail. Yeah. And if you guys don't know, it's it's hopping rock to rock, kind of injured an ankle overusing it, my shin, actually. And it swelled up real good, and I iced it, and I, I took my shoe off. I was wearing flip-flops. Took my shoe off, put the ice on it, and the bartender, it's like a, a hostel. So it's like bar, restaurant, hotel, all in downstairs. Upstairs. Oh, yeah, yeah. are sitting down there, and he's like, come over. You got to put that shoe back on. State law says that you can't be in here without shoes. I'm like, all right, man, put my shoe back on. But I'd like to spend a whole summer no shoes. I don't know if they. Surely they let me in the church. Well, you've seen guys. Oh, they have to. <laughs> they have to if they love me, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. You can't. Like,
1: why are you wearing shoes, man? I can't afford them. You <laughs> <He's, he's, he's laughs> should go.
0: Jesus didn't always wear shoes. Um, <laughs> um, you know, there's there's guys that hike the Appalachian Trail barefoot. I, there I are just, guys that do that stuff.
1: I think I would wear shoes on the trail, though. I would like violate my own rule. <laughs> I'm I'm scared of that kind of thing, man. I'm I'm afraid I'll step. You got to really pay attention where you put your feet if you're not wearing shoes.
0: Well, I've been to Jamaica, and not just like not like resort Jamaica, but I've been to like Jamaica, Jamaica. You like, talking
1: about sandals in Jamaica? Yeah,
0: I've not been to sandals, <laughs> uh, but no, I've been to like uh, Old Harbor is the place I've been, okay. and Old Harbor is just like it. When you talk to Jamaicans, that's real Jamaica. That's like yeah. the normal Jamaica. That's like it's
1: not like the tourist.
0: Yeah, there's no touristy anything to this place. Yeah, yeah. And all like a lot of kids don't have shoes, and they're walking over sharp rocks, and they're walking over uh, mud and dirt and hot and hot asphalt. And I think it's just a thing to where their feet just get used to it, you know. And you just get your body adapts. And I think that's the amazing thing about the human body is the human body adapts to whatever it's in.
1: Have you seen the pictures? I heard this on the Joe Rogan podcast, and so I looked it up. And I was talking to somebody the other day. There, There's some, like, indigenous people and that kind of stuff in, in different parts of the world, and some of them just don't wear shoes. Like, you know, their life isn't like our life. You know, it's, we're not talking first world country. And if you look at their feet, like, their feet are completely flat. They're, like, black on the bottom, like quarter of an inch of callus and their toes are splayed out in different directions and they can almost like a a primate that can grip stuff with their feet oh yeah their their big toe is almost like a thumb and they they use that to grip on rocks and stuff because they spent their entire life barefoot yeah never never any shoes i know i'm
0: never letting my kids wear shoes now
1: (laughs) dude i'll show you a picture it's pretty gross if if y'all got your phone in front of you google that and of course, they got their phone, right? They're listening to the podcast. Google that—the picture of you know people that have been barefoot their entire life, like yeah. living in jungles and stuff—and it's pretty, pretty nasty. But I told Bridget I want to do that, and she was like, "I don't know what's wrong with you. Like sometimes I wonder." Uh, I can I can hear her <laughs> say that too. But she <laughs> wore Jeremiah the, Jerome Stringer. She's like, I, "No, you're not wearing. <laughs> I'm not letting you go barefoot all summer." She she wore the. The zero drop Ultra um, Lone Peak four point yeah, and had I think she had worn them to work a couple of days or something, and then we went and done the long trail. And Kristen, Kristen, she kind of planned out
0: the long trail, or was that the or, other? Or the oh, other trail? sorry, Foothills Trail. Foot, I, th- I was gonna say I thought trail, there yeah. was another trail that you did. Yeah,
1: yeah, we did Foothills Trail. And Bridget, she she had worn those Lone Peaks just a few days here and there to work and stuff. And if you've never worn zero drop and you hiked like 10 miles in them right off the bat, you're talking about some calf muscle workout because you're...
0: Yeah, because your feet are flat. You have no lift.
1: And normal shoes aren't like that. You at least got a little bit of, you know, the heel is a little bit higher than your toes. So by Kristen planned out this route, and we had done like a 10-mile, a 15-mile, a 17-mile, and I think we finished like 20, 22 miles or something, and... Bridget, she had done all that in those Lone Peaks, dude. Her hips were all messed up. Oh, I, I bet. Guess. Yeah, we we carried all of her stuff. Like she had nothing but my two trekking poles that she was carrying with her. Everything we split up all of her. We had to get her a ride out of there. She had to bail out on the trip. Oh man, and it was I put it. It wasn't that she was out of shape because we've been going to the gym all the time. She runs, um, you know, five Ks and that kind of stuff. It was the, I think, the shoes. There's nothing wrong with the shoes. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with them at all. Yeah, and I just used them, a brand new pair on the long trail, because I knew exactly what I was getting into, and I go backpacking all the time. Yeah. You know, my calves were fine with them. I could hike 10 miles and not be sore from that.
0: When I trained in my ultras before I did the sheltoe. Like, I did training hikes and stuff with them before I did that.
1: It will destroy, I mean, I'm surprised she didn't have to go to a chiropractor or something and get some stuff realigned right after we got back. Yeah.
0: That's bad, man. Well, I'll tell you, if um, I, I would love to see. There's one brand I wish that would make shoes. Who is it? Go next.
1: Oh no! That's brand right here. Oh That's brand right here. no! Yeah, don't so, do me like that. <laughs> you so, and the Shields. So,
0: uh, so I guess it was a few weeks ago. Jeremiah and and Jason Waugh decided they were going to go backpacking with the Shield Brothers up in Ohio. And Jeremiah brought this backpack. We talked about it a couple weeks ago about the uh, the Gonex backpack. <laughs> well, I'm getting ready to go on a backpacking trip this coming week, and uh, I decided as a joke I would I needed to get a cook kit. I needed to I wanted to get a skillet is what I wanted, but I didn't want a huge one because I didn't want to have to you know I just don't want to take up all the space because you're already going to pack a lot when you're doing cold weather backpacking. Yeah. But um, I decided I was going to get a little skillet set something to use. And uh so <laughs> so I get on, on Amazon and for twelve dollars <laughs> you get a skillet, a pot, two bowls, a spoon, a spork, um, a wooden spatula. Is this it on uh, the table in premise? You are looking at the container for it and the the skillet. Because all I wanted was a skillet. And the one I wanted, I couldn't wow. get. I couldn't get the skill. Well, I couldn't get the skill cuz it, w- it was going to not come in until after the trip. And I was like, "Well, if I can't do that, I don't want to spend a whole lot of money on a good one that I isn't the one I want." So, you just bought the whole thing. So, it was $12. Wow. $12 man. and I got the Gonex cook kit. And I am I'm just going to go ahead and say this for all of of the podcast world. I did this in honor of you. <laughs> This is in honor of you. What an
1: honor! Well,
0: and what's what's great is this isn't even going to release until after the trip. So I'm just going to say it. I'm going with Dan Becker and the Shill Brothers and some other guys. Yeah. And and when Jason got here tonight because he was on the trip with you, yeah. he got a picture of me holding this up and sent it to the Shill Brothers. Oh my and, gosh, dude, it was freaking hilarious. So in honor of you, this weekend I am going to have a Gonex cook kit on the trail with me.
1: So this company. <laughs> these these like cheap Chinese companies they they um, email you all the time if you do YouTube I think they like their brand managers or whatever just spend all day looking for people they can send free stuff to to get a review and basically what they want you to do I think and I could be wrong is they want a uh, a verified purchase on Amazon and that kind of boosts their stats. And then that shows, hey, this many people have bought this. Amazon's promoting it, and then you're reviewing it, and so there's reviews on there, and people can read. And they're like, somebody's like, oh, my name's J.K. I can buy a Gonex, uh, freaking backpacking cook kit, and look how many other people have bought it. This is a good purchase, and that's how they get you. So anyway, they sent me this backpack, <laughs> and I was like, this is a free backpack. And I'm, let's just shoot straight. Backpacks aren't cheap. No, they're not cheap. Now, that one might have been. This one was. That was one like might have been. 50 or 60 bucks. And I was like, I'll take this backpack and do a quick review for them and tell them what I think. And then I took the backpack. And then I said, th- And, then I thought, and it, it
0: is a good looking backpack. I mean, if you're just looking at it. <laughs> yeah. If you're just looking at it. out.
1: Looks good. It, it looks good. It's, it's, it's stealthy. But the problem is, it doesn't fit me. So I messaged them and I was like. This doesn't fit me. You know, I didn't know until I fully packed it up, hit the trail, actually walked miles in it, see how it felt. And then I quickly realized that my torso is really long. <laughs> really? <laughs> and this backpack is not. A guy
0: with, with size 15 shoes has a long torso?
1: Well, Sometimes, you know, you got longer legs than short torso, Okay. You know? Okay. Some people have short legs and short torso. You do you, bro. And I have long legs and a long torso, so the hip belt didn't really sit real good on the the hips because you can't adjust it. It's a Chinese backpack, cheap Chinese backpack, and, you know, normally, backpack, a lot of them, you can slide up and down where the shoulder straps attach. Right, right, right. Not this one. So they sent it to me, and I tried it out with the shields, and that's what he's talking about on their podcast, and they aggravated me so much about oh, it. Oh, man, it
0: was so funny. <laughs> it was funny. I
1: was watching
0: that in my living room, and I actually had to, like, apologize to my wife because she's trying to go to bed, <laughs> and I'm in the living room dying laughing John, at this video, and she walks out, she goes, what is going on? And I'm like, oh, it's Jeremiah, and he's got, like, this Gonex backpack. It's the funniest thing ever. So <sighs> yeah. so literally, we sent them a picture of me holding this up and smiling real big, And they lost it, dude. Oh, I bet. So funny. So funny.
1: I thought it was funny, too. But I emailed him and said, "Hey, look, I'll leave you an Amazon review, but I can't put this in a video. It just doesn't fit me. But it was in a video. It was not in my video. It was in the Shield Brothers video. You didn't do a video? I didn't do a video on that, no. So I got so, I had so many things, like, already videoed i got the long trail i had like two other trips i've been on in a review and i got the hikers network i was like i don't have time i just want to go enjoy this trip with some friends that's why i did that in january yeah i don't have time to do all this other stuff and edit this video because it takes a long time yeah yeah and so i was like ah, i'll just go out and have fun they'll have videos and i feel bad because see something that people don't understand i think sometimes about youtube is when when you're in a video with somebody else then that promotes their channel. Even if you don't say anything, people yeah. are like, "Who is that person?" Yeah. So I was like, "Ah, but you know what, Shills? They got a bigger channel than me, so they'll be alright."
0: <laughs> yeah, I think they're almost at ten thousand subs now.
1: They are. And they I was I was looking there. today,
0: and I was like, "Dang, they're really, they really they've really picked it up because they're they're good guys, they, man, and they do good videos."
1: Oh yeah, their videos they're, are good. And they're, they got they're it's so It's so unfair. Can you imagine if you had somebody who I'm sure they're best friends. Oh, you yeah. had your best friend with you on every backpacking trip and you both had the same camera the same profile to shoot all your footage in and one of you have like I had to do everything myself one of you does one thing one of you does a different thing and you have double the amount of footage to choose from and you got two perspectives that's just more interesting oh man that's why oh, they're oh, really man. good at what they do
0: and and honestly their videos like especially like the talking head stuff. Yeah, it's not like they do a ton of editing on theirs. It's just it's the two of them interacting with each other and the way it's they good. talk. It's just it's good stuff, man. It's good I like stuff. It. I really do too.
1: Like this uh, podcast, you man.
0: know. There are people that probably listen to this podcast that go, "We have some serious love issues with the Shill Brothers," because I
1: think we've talked about them a
0: lot on here.
1: That's all right, man. Are we fanboys? Heck, no. I'm not gonna fanboy them. Are we
0: fanboys? I think we're fanboys, dude. SBO for life. I think so, man. SBO for ever, forever, forever. So, okay, back to shoes. Let's right. get back to shoes for a second. Now, you may, you brought up something earlier, and I think it's something that needs to be spoken about is is the idea of a wide foot box. And when people hear that, they're like, what in the heck is a wide foot box, and why is that such a big deal? Yes, and yeah. I'll let you share a little bit about what that means for you, and then I'll talk a little bit about for me.
1: Okay. I need a wide foot box, and basically that means it's wider than a normal shoe. Yeah,
0: because you have... You have snowshoes for feet.
1: <laughs> that's true. But see, can we, th-
0: can we give you that trail name, snowshoe? No,
1: I already have a trail name. I'm,
0: I like that trail name, dude, snowshoes. You can try, man, but I'll reject it. Oh, that's not fair.
1: That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> I don't mind. <laughs> so, yeah, I need a wide toe box um, because my toes, they splay out and it takes up a lot of room. And if your feet are being squeezed, see, some people have narrow feet. And those people are blessed. And I think that every shoe company, Gosh, yeah. I think that they model their shoes after your feet because they sure don't model them after mine. Maybe Ultra does and some other ones.
0: I can't agree with you more right now. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not fair. It's miserable.
1: That's genetics, man. Yeah. Some of us aren't blessed in all the here. same ways. Oh, that was loud. <laughs> that was somebody's horn this, outside. This right here. Yeah.
0: This is an example of, of not a wide toe box. These are the Solomon Speed Cross 4s. Right?
1: Yeah. You want to see why toe box? Well, let me let me let me explain this. To okay. You. Okay. Go ahead, go ahead. These
0: Solomon's I bought these because I got on backpacking forums and I got all this stuff, and they said just buy them. They're the best. the The waterproof ones are great. Your feet don't get wet. Blah 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 blah. the, deal with the lacing? It's a special kind of lace that you just pull through, which oh, is man. kind of cool. Actually, That's for toddlers, man. Yeah, it's it's actually really cool. But anyways, back to the story. I, I bought these on a whim. Got on Amazon. Got a really good deal on them. Bought them. I could barely get my foot in them. You got wide feet too? I got wide feet and they hurt and this, I don't like this tread. It looks like a soccer cleat or something. Yeah, it's, it, it, uh, if you're in the video right now, you should be able to see this. I don't like this tread, but some people swear by these things. Tim Watson being one of them. Can't listen to Tim he, Watson, man. He wears he wears the Solomons. He He wears the Speed Crosses. He, I'm just kidding. He's a good guy. He's a good guy. I don't know. I mean, I just go by what you guys tell me.
1: But, uh, but he uh,
0: he's probably terrible. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, but he, uh, he, he swears by these things. I wore these twice. And they basically sat in here so I can use them for a future video about how much I hate them. Um, That's a valuable resource. Because you know me, Mr. Politically Correct. Um, <laughs> but, but I'm with you. Like They don't make foot boxes for
1: guys with wide feet. At least not many shoes. I'm going to throw this in here, too. I'm not normally a complainer. I like to keep it positive. But, you know, they also don't make... um, (coughs) Size 15 shoes for guys with snowshoes for feet? They do. They're just like a a four-week wait list. They they don't make sleeves long enough on shirts. Because I got, like, these orangutan arms. And the sleeves, like, they all come to my forearm. So And I'm the exact opposite, dude.
0: I'm like a really tall hobbit. So like <laughs> I have like these short legs, these short arms, and I can't find a jacket that fits me that the arms aren't like hanging over my fingertips. I'm
1: gonna have to get with the uh, hilltop packs and see if they'll make me some T. That's what we need to do. Hey Ben. Custom. Hey Ben,
0: I know you're listening. You listen to all of our podcasts. Let's start working on clothes, buddy. Let's start working on clothes. And what we'll we'll do, we'll do two different versions. We'll do tall and
1: long and hobbit. I want uh, I want a shirt that's long sleeve with the Shill Brothers face on it. In fact, just take their uh, bear bag and put it on the front of my shirt. I want
0: a gold jacket with bright letters that say Shill on one side and <laughs> Brothers on the other, with both their faces on the back of it.
1: You say a letterman jacket? It, it,
0: like I just want it, it. I have no letters. I just want I want it to say oh, okay. Shill on my right arm and I want it to say <laughs> Brothers on my left. I want it to be gold. I want it to be made of Dyneema. And and I, even, and I want it to. So much. I don't want it to. Uh, I want it to weigh four <laughs> ounces, but I can wear it in like negative thirty degree weather.
1: True ultralight. So
0: true ultralight. Yeah, Ben, we need to get on that, buddy.
1: Well, with the shoes, um, the situation is. i have I've tried, tried to. tell what a <laughs> wide toe box is for ten minutes. I'm sorry. See, the problem is some shoes are too narrow. Right. So we'll just jump straight to the point. Some shoes, very few, make that wide toe box, and I try to buy those for backpacking because your feet swell a little bit. Not Mine don't a whole lot, but yours, yeah. your swell up real bad?
0: Uh, mine didn't just swell. I grew two sizes. Nah, my feet dude. did. I I started out hiking wearing 10 and a half shoes. I now wear 11 and a half shoes.
1: Still, in every pair of shoes? Oh, every pair of shoes. You know what? I think that my, my feet... My feet
0: grew hiking the Shell toy Trace.
1: It doesn't make... I guess that makes sense because, you know, gravity is pulling you down or whatever. But is that is that a fat like, joke? Tar- no. <laughs> me over here being politically correct, keeping my name clean, draws me right in. Every time. I think I'm allowed to say fat jokes, though, because I used to be real fat. No, you're
0: not. You're skinny now.
1: So it just voids. It's like a yeah, warranty. Yeah. Just like Apple. Exactly. You voided it. You exactly. Because
0: I apparently submerged my phone in water.
1: Well, anyway, the, you know, the toe box... I like the wider one. Long story short, because if your feet do swell up, you're good to go. But as mentioned earlier, it's harder to find the inserts if you don't like the stock ones because they're just flat, man. Yeah, no, no support.
0: And and I mean, I'm not plugging this company for any kind of gain or anything, but Tread Labs. Um, I got can I got hooked up with them in the summer of last year, and uh, they actually did some giveaways on my my channel. Gave me some. Some uh, insoles to give away and everything, and I've uh, built a really cool relationship with them because I like the product.
1: He he makes a thousand dollars every time he says tread every lives. time I say tread lives I've
0: made four thousand dollars <laughs> on this video I'm right just now. Just kidding, um, I'm just
1: kidding. It seems like, but, but
0: seriously, they they um in my current trail runners this the the uh, the sockinis that I have yeah. I asked. I said I need eleven and halves, and uh I have wider feet. She says that's no problem. She sends them to me. I pull out the original um, insert from the shoes. Okay, hold it up to the one she sent me. It's the exact same size.
1: Oh, you sent them the old insert? No, so I brought,
0: no they no they just sent me the inserts. The their standard insert. They're made wider so you can trim them down.
1: Oh, that is so smart. And so
0: so that insert for me fit right into my shoe without any worries about having to trim it or anything. It fit perfectly.
1: Why doesn't everybody do that?
0: Because they're not tread labs,
1: I guess. I don't it's, know. I, I tell you why. It costs more money to put more, put Probably, more does. Probably does. Probably does. And that. they're
0: not cheap. I mean, good insoles are not cheap. No. But it's your feet. And nothing's more important that I yeah. mean, when you're backpacking, it's your back and your feet. Those are the two most important things you have.
1: Dude, you know before I, I cut weight, you know, I I was doing real, real bad with plantar fasciitis. And after I cut that weight, in remission. Yeah. Seriously.
0: Yeah. I believe it.
1: Yeah, it's a big deal. Your feet are everything, man. Hundred
0: percent. And and so like, if if you're listening today, like your feet are everything. Pick out the right shoes. Don't just don't do what I did. Don't get on Amazon and buy the like most popular shoe because chances are you're going to regret it. Uh, Always go into your local outfitter and REI. Like we have J and H Landmark, which is a place here in Lexington that that we love, and uh, you can go in there try on their shoes. Most of them will have like a little rock incline thing you can climb on to try them out, and that's always the best route. Always the best route.
1: I love the cottage companies, but if if I'm just starting out, there's two things that I want to buy at REI, and it's basically because their return policy. Yeah, shoes, backpack, backpack. Yep, hundred percent. Seriously, so that's just my that's just advice of one guy to another guy. I just talking to
0: a whole bunch of guys and girls.
1: Hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully, if anybody yeah. listens <laughs> to me <be> ramble. <laughs> well, but with yeah. that with that said,
0: uh, that's the end of, of this show, and we hope you got something. Now, we almost had direction in this one. Almost, man. Man, we really, like, we talked about something for more than five minutes.
1: I know, and then I followed a rabbit down a hole a couple times. That's okay. Times. That's okay. I had fun, though, man. I, I did, too. Hope y'all had fun, too.
0: I did, too. So, with that said, thanks for tuning into the Backpacking Podcast. We're glad you listened, and we'll catch you on the next go-round.
1: Adios.